All right, everybody. Welcome to another week of, of Decent Dialogue with Greg and Scott. I'm Scott. I'm Greg. And this is Decent Dialogue. Yeah, welcome, welcome back, back, everybody. Yeah, I hope that when you're seeing this, you have noticed that we have got a new podcast graphic. Ooh, a little graphy graphic. Yeah, and hopefully, and if not, I mean, I may be speaking out of turn here, but Probably. hopefully you've seen the launch of our social media as well. A little we, Instagram. We jokingly have mentioned that we have a Instagram that has followers with no, but we haven't posted anything. But yeah, um, I think we're going to start being more regular on there. And for sure, we we don't know exactly what it's going to look like yet, but we're going to be posting some content. Um, so be on the lookout for that. We have we have 34 followers with no posts. As so, of today. There may be a yeah. post now when you're listening to this. As but. of today, uh, when, when we're recording, there's no posts. But hopefully when you're hearing this, there is a post. Maybe exactly. you even heard about this from said post. Who knows? I, and then welcome even welcome. more so by valued guest. We're, we've been talking and toying around and we'll, again, like we'll express more through the social media and website and stuff like that when we when we get into there. But we're thinking about Scott used to be one of the most dedicated bloggers I know. Um, and so I'm trying to I'm trying to rope him into doing blogs for Decent Dialogue and stuff, too. But I will for sure do Decent Dialogue blogs. Decent Dialogue blog. These, yeah, uh, we have to come up decent. It'll just be decent blogs because it won't be conversations. Yeah. So decent blogs. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're all about being decent here. Maybe get some guest blog spots, you know? Whoa. Oh man, I have a blog spot that I started posting on and I think I want to say 2009. Hmm. I thought it was 2013. My first my first blog. I thought we found the tweets for this. It was on March no, 5th. No, no, no. Something. No. Are, are you talking about a different blog? Yeah, yeah, no, this is a secret blog. Mm. Where you talked about skateboarding and, and, and wakeboarding tricks? Um, Something like that. Let's see. Do our dialoguers know how good a wakeboarder you are or skateboarder? The fact that you can do a kickflip in your 30s? Yeah, I can do a kickflip in my 30s. How about them apples? Yeah, it's insane. So, yeah, I posted my first ever blog on March 6th, 2010. Oh, wow. There's a secret blog out there if you can find it. <laughs> I tried blogging once. I maybe did two blogs. Yeah. That was about it. I love blogging. I think I just... it's fun. It's it's similar to, I mean, the reason I think that we've been so consistent with this podcast and gone probably more weeks than I thought, even like, you know, we would in the beginning, um, is just because having somebody else with me doing it drives me to be consistent with it. I am not someone yeah. who's very disciplined um, without having people coming around me. This the yeah. book I'm trying to write, like it's it's really hard to be motivated to do it because I'm not doing it with somebody directly. Well, that's why we need I need to start writing my book and then we'll be writing a book together. Exactly. Start a book club. C.S. Lewis and and J.R. Token and all of them had a book club. Yeah. I don't know. It has a really cool name. I have the to Inklings. Look it Is it the Inklings? Yep. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, that's pretty dope. What would we be called? What would our book writing club be called? Uh, the Dinklings. The I don't know. <laughs> Dinklings. <laughs> I think of something, the, but the Dinguses. We could have then our pod. Then we could do a podcast with our writing group, which we would expand, not just us two, where we could discuss writing stuff on a weekly basis. We could just record our conversations and our meetings yeah. and post that as a podcast. The decent 
the the decent dialogue dinklings the decent dinklings the uh, decent dinklings would be a great podcast i have thought it, i have that toyed around, good bro I, I have toyed around with the idea of recording myself in the early like planning stages of this book and posting it as a podcast of you know hey i hmm. tried to write a book this is what it was like i tried to write a book this is why i failed yeah yeah i failed so to write I'm a really, book i'm That's... really build, building you up right now you actually the way you've the way you've actually written a, i think you've done what 50 pages at least you've sent me it's like five chapters yeah so i mean probably that's around insane there. i mean that's five more chapters than i've ever written of a book i'll tell you that much we'll see i uh scott's a big scott recommended to me the shadow and bone trilogy i don't know if anybody's ever watched that show on netflix or read those books myself but i started watching the first episode of it and i don't know if it's the show i'm interested to see how it is in the book i don't know if it's the show or what but the fire hose of information that comes in the first episode of shadow and bone is is outrageous yeah and i'm trying to remember what do you mean it's just like just establishing in a brand new world in this brand new environment and all these different stuff like it's uh yeah so i it it i cannot watch that show and i'm probably not going to be able to read the book without thinking the entire time about how i can incorporate elements of that from dialogue to storytelling to whatever well there's i i forget if it was in the first episode so you've only watched the first episode i'm like three in uh well there was i felt like it was kind of i don't even know similar in a sense to the book you're writing somewhat there are some similar elements they definitely are that's cool yeah dude but uh, the point i bring that up is that with this blog and everything i feel like if me and you were doing a blog together and you're like hey greg you need to get a blog post done by next week then i would probably do it but the we're about to We'll talk about this in a second, but book club actually made me read a book this year, and I never read. Look at that! And it's about to make Boom. me read two of them. So, boom! Well, you just talked about how you just, you're going to start. Well, did you buy Shadow and Bone with the intention of reading it, or did you buy it and then you're like, ah, I'll just watch the show? I'm gonna I'm gonna read it because I want to. I it's more of a. I'm trying to read different books in the same genre too, just to get a feel. But it's research. Um, it is re it is research more than pleasure. It's <laughs> it's a pleasure. Um, please search. Please search. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Pleasure research. Re resleasure. <laughs> we'll set, we'll have to put a vote. Maybe on our social media we can put a vote out on what is the better term for that. So, all right, perfect. But I also think our first post should be you doing a kickflip. I think that would draw I a mean, lot of people. I'm down. I'm scared to go skateboard out in front of my hood, like in front of my house, because there's like a bunch of hood rats that skate. And so, like, I don't want to, I don't want to go out there and be like the old guy trying to skateboard. But the thing is, is like I've seen all these kids skate, and I'm legitimately better than all of them. They'd look up to you, then. They'd want to be where you are. They'd be like, "How do I get to be where you are when I'm your age?" Yeah, That's mentorship. Mm. But I do, I don't want to, I don't want to pass by without giving a special shout out and thank you to Andrew Evans. We had him on the podcast, if you remember, a couple weeks back. Um, I, gosh, it's actually more than a couple weeks back now. I feel like that was like a minute ago, man. It, time Hot flies. Minute. Time flies. But he helped us. Uh, he took those photos and also helped to design the the cover art for the podcast. And I, eternally grateful. Um, he's just he's eternally. so skilled. I he texted me the he texted me the graphic today as we're recording, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, you you know what I need without me asking it. Like I did, I didn't yeah. know that's what I needed and that's what I was looking for yeah. until he texted it to me. And I was like, yep, that's it. That, he is, he is that gifted. 
Yeah, that's for sure. So, but big shout out, man. Thank you so much, Andrew. Yeah, we'll take you to to Bose. What's Bose? Oh, the ice cream place. Bose? Didn't it burn down? Uh, I think it burned down, but then got built back. Mm. Yeah. And that brings us to our topic today, resurrection. Yes. What we're going to be talking about. Now, Scott, do you want to talk about book club too and kind of where we're going to go with that next? I don't know when exactly it's going to start, but I think we have our next book. Yeah, we definitely have our next book. And, you know, you would think a good podcaster would have the name of the book just pulled up right right here. Confronting Christianity, 12 Hard Questions for the World's Largest Religion by Rebecca McLaughlin. Yeah, Rebecca's big in Gospel Coalition in those circles. Um, but it's 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 interesting book. They're basically what she does is she walks through twelve of the largest questions facing Christianity today, and gives a response. And I'll, I'll walk through. Let me. Uh, I'm I'm gonna read through the questions because I feel like it's good. I feel like it's a good little teaser for where we're gonna be going with this. It's uh it's twelve chapters, so we'll probably spend twelve weeks going through it. Again, I don't know when exactly we'll start it, but somewhat in the next few weeks, I guess. But yeah. Scott's having a baby soon, so I don't know. Maybe we wait until after then. I don't yeah. know. No, nah, I mean we can get it going. You know, I, you know. <laughs> Your baby can also be on the podcast for this one, so for sure, it could be her first read. Um, but the twelve questions she a- she answers are: Aren't we better off without religion? Doesn't Christianity crush diversity? How can you say there's only one true faith? Doesn't religion hinder morality? Doesn't religion cause violence? How can you take the Bible literally? Hasn't science disproved Christianity? Doesn't Christianity uh, denigrate women? Isn't Christianity homophobic? Doesn't the Bible condone slavery? How could a loving God allow so much suffering? And how could a loving God send people to hell? And if you're like me, like all of those 12 questions are like, yeah, that, that pretty much summarizes what kind of questions we face as a Christian today and that a lot of non-believers are asking about Christianity. And I don't know, it's just, it's, so I'm excited. I think it's going to be pretty good and something that I feel like I haven't gone down the, I don't know if it's more apologetics or not. I mean, I, I don't know a ton about the book yet, but uh, I just think, I don't know. It, it's good because yeah. I feel like a lot of these questions I've even begun to struggle and wrestle with mm-hmm. again in different facets lately. So it'll be good. To, I think it's, uh, I definitely think it's a theology and apologetics and all of that, but it seems like a more uh, approachable uh, book than a lot of other ones that go into really uh, into depth on some of those things. And, and as you know, Greg was reading them, obviously they're the, they're the easy questions that people kind of deal with, um, <laughs> you know, so we went from one book of, that was sarcasm. I don't know if you could hear it. I don't, I feel like you didn't say that sarcastically enough for people to to understand. Oh, sorry. Yes. That was sarcasm. Uh, I and I hate sarcasm. I don't like sarcasm, but I'm sarcastic all the time. What does that say about me? That wasn't that wasn't a sarcastic towards when people are sarcastic towards people. That's when I'm like, I don't. It, yeah, it, that's it's more. Funny. You were I don't know more irony. I was trying I to be. Fu- I was trying to be funny, and yeah, I, you were telling I a wasn't, joke. I, so. I it was funny. It was. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll affirm you. It was. But funny. um, yeah, you know, we went from one book that was really difficult to go through and. Uh, to another book that's going to be difficult to go through. So <laughs> hopefully, maybe after this one, we can read like Shadow My Little Bone. Pony or something. Yeah. <laughs> we'll read something that's, that's I mean, More I lighthearted. Know. We're here to have decent dialogue, Scott. We got to get true. into the weed sometimes, you know? Yeah, you're right. But the, uh, yeah, again, that's Confronting Christianity, 
12 Hard Questions for the World's Largest Religion by Rebecca McLaughlin. 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 Rebecca McLaughlin. Rebecca Black. Rebecca McLaughlin. Not Rebecca. I can't speak. I can't say those words. Like the the last name. I'm focusing so much on McLaughlin. I'm focusing so much on the last name. I cannot pronounce anything else. McLaughlin. But we'll say that now. We'll, I mean, we'll give a couple weeks for you guys to be able to get that book. But um, be on the lookout. It'll probably be coming sooner than you expect and be walking through that. So I'm Man. excited to dive back in and for sure. be forced to read because I don't read on my own. Well, get to it. Well, speaking of getting to it, Scott. Yes. So you have something that you've been thinking about that we were going to talk about. Yeah. Because you're a better reflector and thinker than I am. And I don't think mm-hmm. about anything, apparently. Because you ask me every week, hey, what do you want to talk about? And I have, I don't have an answer. But You just don't. What, what is it like to just not think deeply? To go through things? life and yeah, to, to just, just go be through in, life. Be in the moment all the time. Yeah, well, let's, not, let's take that from a serious standpoint. Do you think you live in the moment very well? Uh, like, I, you live I in think the I do. Well? I think I live in it too well. Um, as Have I we don't... talked about this on the podcast? I can't remember. We did. We definitely did. I just I, see. I'm still not living in the moment. I'm living in the past. <laughs> We're thinking about the future. It's okay. No, I we've talked about it for sure. No, it's just it. It's more phase of life than it is anything right now. But it's just hard for me to. If you looked at like journals the past years, then yeah, like wow, Greg has some deep thoughts and reflects. But <laughs> it has been. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just it's just crazy busy and just with the life of the child and managing all the stuff. It's. Mm-hmm. It's very much so, and especially with like everything going on in the world right now. Yeah. And just like, I'm not just like personality wise, I can have conversations about like tough topics, but yeah. sometimes like when it's so much and when it's, when the, when the topics of the day are always the conversations I'm having, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's easy for me to want to tune out and it's not, I'm not saying this is good by any stretch right. of imagination, but it's easy for me to want to tune out and just kind of be in the moment and for and sure. not think about a whole ton. But I think that's good. Even, uh, you know, that's one of my, my wife's greatest attributes. I think about her is she's really good at living in the moment too. Um, and she, she like literally has said that same kind of line of thinking as you just said, uh, you know, sometimes it can be bad to not necessarily bad but if you're not thinking about other things then she feels almost guilty for not planning for the future or Mm. whatever it may be thinking deeply about things but i look at it and think yeah you are living in the moment and you are being content with where you're at uh because she's really good at being content uh just in general well don't get me wrong don't get me wrong i'm not someone it's not like i'm not thinking about things you know Mm mm-hmm but it's not in the sense where, like, it's just a lot of things I'm I'm thinking about or I think deeply about are more personal items mm. that I don't know necessarily the best for a podcast, a public podcast. Um, have a That's conversation, fair. have lunch with me, sure, we can talk. But, um, <laughs> you know, I don't have, like, Scott today sent me a note, a list of notes that he was taking. I don't think like this. Like, Scott has a note. Um, well, also, let me preface before you start reading them off. These aren't, like, my own thoughts. These are things I hear and then ponder on. Well, I mean, still, like, I don't, I just, it goes one ear and out the other. I don't ponder. So, yeah, I um, hear these things. I write them down. I'm like, I want to ponder this later. No, that's wise. Um, and one of those was he who chases two rabbits catches neither. Like, that's mm. not, I, you know, I would hear that in one ear out the other. But you actually <laughs> take the time to write that down and think like, oh, yeah, that's wise. Like, what does that mean? And I don't know. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean to you then? 
because now let's take the time to think about it. I was just trying to say, hey, Scott, you are, are this is something you're very good at. And I'm trying to tell you that you're good at something. Uh, well, thank you. So that's my words of I'm terrible at words of affirmation. So it's just, hey, you're good at this. Um, <laughs> hey, you're 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 you do good there, boy. <laughs> good job, man. Um, no, I think um, I mean, for this specific quote here. Yeah. So um, well, what, do you, what do you think about this specific quote? Before I get I was going to say I did think of something. That oh, whole that whole tangent I just did. I did think yeah. of something. What did you think of? Oh, I'll tell you after this. We'll what? do your we'll do your pondered question first. I'm just well, did warning you. Do you, you need to write down what you thought about? No, I'm just warning you. I already did. I, hey, I wrote it down in a notepad, Scott. I took your advice. Wait, right now? No, earlier. But I'm just I, I'm warning you in advance that I have a question for you, so okay. you can be on your toes when it comes. Well, I my toes are gonna get tired. <laughs> This is all over the place. This is way too rambling. Um, no, this is great. This is my favorite. All right, fine. I'll tell you what I was thinking about first. I literally listened to a podcast today, and they were talking about the differences between Wisconsin and Italy, and they just talked for like 15 minutes about that, about nothing, and it was great, and I loved it. That's that's great. We could do the same, <laughs> but we could do Florida and Kentucky, you know? That's the same state. Exactly. So, <laughs> no, what I was thinking about today was the, I've mentioned it a few times on here, that Rise and Fall of Morris Hill podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've listened to the recent, most recent episode or anything, but. Did when, when did it come out? It was the Bobby Knight problem. It came out. Oh, like, yeah, I listened to that one. There was something that was said in there where a guy was giving this he, reflection on Princess Diana and Teresa of Calcutta, I believe is the name. Um, mm-hmm. like two, di- just two completely different figures, but t- two of the figures that both passed away in the same week. One that was a celebrity by birth, you know, gorgeous, married in royal, like was royal, married royal. It's just like the type of pe- person that like so many people looked up to her, so many people wanted to be her, idolizing for that life. And then you had somebody else who also had a huge impact in the in the world, and you know, died the same week. Teresa Calcutta. That I don't know a ton about her, but I. I from what I do know is, you know, she was somebody who was more of a normal person who sacrificed and, and chose to live a life of service to others and, you know, mm-hmm. pursuing that life. And he said something like we a lot of people will spend their whole lives longing for the person they couldn't be. And like for Diana, like longing mm-hmm. for fame, longing for power, longing for all that. Mm-hmm. When you had the complete opposite of somebody else of like Teresa Calcutta, who had a significant impact, who's somebody they could be, but they don't want to do it because it requires suffering and a life of service that's not, you know, glamorous, mm-hmm. glamorous or whatever. But yeah, I just began thinking in my life, like I think it's so easy in American culture to, I mean, not just American culture. I don't, it's, it's everybody, mm-hmm. but to feel like we have to have some sort of fame, have some sort of influence, have some sort of power in order to better, to be a better minister to others. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it's just not the case. He made the point where, or like I made the point that's like, you know, the Holy Spirit and the Word of God are powerful things, but a lot of people mm-hmm. then, you know, it's easy for churches to think, oh, that's not enough. We also need a incredible media team and an incredible this, 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 that, because yeah. to, to get the job done, because the Holy Spirit and Word of God, those are great, but they're just not going to cut it, you know, and it's yeah. like trying to add on all this other stuff that's just not necessary. And so I, I was just reflecting a lot today on, on what the balance is because you know we're doing this podcast for example i mean we're mm-hmm. doing 
we're doing something that hopefully we do reach a lot of people with. And hopefully we are able to encourage people to have difficult conversations and nuanced conversations with others. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, are we seeking popularity and fame or and thinking that this is the best way to do it by getting out in front of people to, to be ministered? I don't, I don't know if I'm making any sense and I'm kind of rambling now, but um, <laughs> you definitely are pondering. You, you definitely write your thoughts down and then ponder them before you bring them on to this podcast. I just, it's an open fire hydrant coming out right now of all these thoughts that I'm trying to compile at once, but no, it's good. Um, but like with the book, you know, it's like, why am I writing the book? Is it because I really want to write or is it because I want to, I think that like having a book and what if it's successful and what if I'm able to make money and what if like, you know, I'm then able to yeah allow my wife not to work, you know, like, it's just like, what are my, it just it made me question my motives for doing everything and made me remembering that like the life of service and the life of servitude and following Christ is not glamorous mm-hmm. and can look very basic sometimes, but that's okay. I feel like that was all over the place. I'm so sorry. No, Scott. I mean, it, it wasn't all over the, I mean, it was all over the place, but at the same time, there was a lot of good stuff there. And I think the big thing to kind of drive home there at the end is that point of uh, following Christ. We're called to serve. We're not called to be famous and we can, we can chase fame in the name of doing good by saying, Oh, if I had, uh, you know, if I made a million dollars a year, think of all the good I could do with it. Or if if uh, if I was a famous author, think of all the good I could do because I'd be able to spread the gospel more. And you think you have these good intentions, but in reality, you just want fame and fortune. Uh, you know, and so I think that's why I, I, even from the get go, when we started this podcast, you know, I've I've tried to drive home the point in my own mind and in yours, Greg, that like, we're not doing this for money. We're not doing this so we can quit our jobs like at, in the slightest. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that ends up happening, like great, cool. But I have no thoughts of that mm. actually happening. I, can and, we take a break and go to our first ad break? <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, good one. <laughs> um, but no, I, th- I think it is a it is a struggle, though, because we do. Uh, want fame and fortune and and we want to be known and be known by a lot of people and uh, get the accolades that come along with it because it feels good to be known it feels good that Mm. uh, people think of you as uh, somebody who's doing great things and you know it feels good to uh, you know make money and have a big number in your bank account and think look at look at how awesome I am because I've I've accumulated this much wealth and so on and so forth and if we look for uh, satisfaction outside of anything other than Christ, then uh, we are going to feel empty inside eventually, no matter how much we think we won't. Um, I guarantee you we will. Uh, you know, you always hear people who are rich and famous say like, the money doesn't matter. The fame doesn't matter. Like it's mm. all for nothing. And it's like, all right, well, you're, you know, you're rich and famous saying that, like, let me try to be rich and famous and see how it feels. And yeah. we think, we think we'll be the exception. Uh, you know, and you're not, you're not going to be the exception. You're not going to be the one guy who stays humble his entire life. You're Mm. not, you know, it's just, that's not how life works. So I don't know if that, if that's a direct response to what you said or. Well, I mean, it was more, I wasn't looking for a a response or answer because I don't even know if I asked a question, you know, that's. Isn't all life a question? (laughs) I was in a meeting today at work and 
I was trying to. For oh, you some got re- a job, huh? You rich, huh? I do have a job. For some <laughs> reason, I, I sent out a Zoom invite for everybody to jump on. The guy we were meeting with, for some reason, didn't have a mic or speakers on his lap, on his computer. I don't know how old this thing is, but um, government employee. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they got old. Come old, on, Biden. Get this man a laptop. <laughs> um, and so... The guy didn't have a speaker or a mic. And so we got off Zoom and we jumped on a three-way call instead of using Zoom. And I was he had what I had sent him out, printed out in front of him. I had my right. thing printed out. I Perfect. was trying to describe something to him on this sheet, on mm-hmm. this plan sheet. And I probably spoke for three minutes trying to describe the simplest thing. Yeah. And I knew it wasn't clear. And he's like, um, can you can you like explain that again i don't know if it was very clear and i was like and I, you know i was like i was like you know what i'm a little confused myself too let me start over <laughs> that's how i feel on a daily basis i think <laughs> you just talk and you go on and then you're like ah i think i need to start over yeah i don't know where i'm going with this let me it's like that michael <laughs> scott <laughs> yeah sometimes i start, start a sentence and i don't know where it's going it's just... <laughs> oh that's so good that is my life um, lesson though but hey that's okay you know if if you're chasing two rabbits, you're not going to catch either. Exactly. What do you think about that, Scott? <laughs> I mean, I th- I think it's it is a it is a statement that sounds like it has a lot of wisdom. Uh, and so the the point I think it's trying to get across, obviously, is if you're trying to, uh, you know, do two things at once, or you have this one big project and then you jump on another big project, like you're not going to get to where you really want to be. Uh, but I, th- I think at the same time, when you are, you know, quote unquote, chasing two rabbits, uh, one of those rabbits you're chasing might be the one that like, hey, I know I got to chase this rabbit and this is uh, this is the rabbit that's going to pay the bills and, you know, this and that. But I know I see that rabbit. It's it's a rabbit. I know the path that that rabbit's going to go down. I see it. I, I got that rabbit in my sights. But every now and then there's another rabbit. You're like, man, that rabbit looks great over there. So you might like wander off your trail a little bit and go chase other rabbits. And I think that's all right. And you can, you know, enjoy the side quest and enjoy the, enjoy the, the, the chasing of other rabbits. So you're, you're saying it's okay to chase two rabbits at one time. Uh, yeah, I am. Well, how would you define a rabbit? Because my first thing is like response. My first, what first came to my mind was responsibilities of, I don't know, but I guess it, it probably it probably is more dreams itself. Like if I have a yeah. dream of writing a book and I have a mm-hmm. dream of doing podcasts, I should just stop one and focus on the other. Yeah, so I, I mean, stop that's this, I should stop this podcast and just go go right. Well, you know? and there's also it's it's the whole uh, jack of all trades, master of none. Hmm. Or do you want to be do you want to master one thing? And that's what you're going to really drill into hmm. and forget about everything else. I'm. I am of the ilk that you should be uh, a jack of all trades uh, and master of one, not mm. master of none. What but if like, you can... struggle wanting to be a master of all and a jack of none? Um, I mean, I don't know. Because I, I lo- like, for example, if you looked in my office right now, uh-huh. I have a piano behind me. I have a mm-hmm. guitar in the wall. I have this podcast mic, a book. Like, I'm trying to do a lot of things right now. Yeah. Do I wish do I wish I was really good at all of them? Yes. But yeah. I I keep spreading myself out and not focusing on anything. So like I'm just mediocre to okay at everything. And yeah. I don't know. I long to be 
like I don't know. I I I think I would struggle to to focus on one thing and be like for example, I have friend a friend who is just this like brilliant brilliant piano player. All is like I mean he just he can hear he's one of the people that can hear something, hear a note, play it right back like just absolutely genius. And that's what he's devoted all of his time and his his life to. Mm-hmm. Um stuff like that. I'm like, "Oh man, like I kind of wish Is your that friend was. my father-in-law? Uh sure. Um I know I know he's extremely talented. Yeah. Um, it's just like people who are like that, they're so talented at something like that. It's just like, oh man, like it's, I don't know. I, I, I would long to be like that, but I also have so much I, I want to dabble in. I can't, I don't settle down. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think too, you do have to kind of, uh, decide what you are going to be good at and really spend your time doing it. Uh, you know, one of the things people always say is, oh, I don't have time to uh, learn how to play the guitar. I don't mm. have time to do X, Y, Z. You know, I've always had a passion to learn how to speak Spanish, but I just mm. don't have the time. And maybe, maybe you don't have the time. Uh, maybe you legitimately don't. But how how many hours a night do you watch TV? Like, how much time do you spend scrolling on Instagram? Like, I'm sure you could find an hour a day. If you really wanted to do something, you could find an hour to, a day. Even to fifteen minutes, to something. Yeah, the piano. I'm trying to do fifteen minutes a day on the piano. Like that's, that's awesome, it. and it's just like something to. Because I'm terrible at piano. Like guitar has always been the one I've preferred, um, but mm-hmm. piano, I just I can't. So if your father-in-law wants to give me mess- lessons, that's great. Um, he can. I mean, ask him right now. He can teach me. <laughs> He's listening. Uh, if you're willing to help, please, please help. Please I cannot. Out. I cannot seem to, I don't know, I, the right hand is great, but trying to play different things on the right and left hand at the same time, I don't know. I can See, do it on a guitar, but like, strumming patterns, of, I can't do piano. I don't know. It's just a mental you know, block. One of, one of the things, too, though, that as you think about mastering something or getting better at something is you have to admit that or you have to come to the realization that you are pretty good at it. Like you're pretty good at piano and you're. Because I've sat down and tried to learn how to play the piano. You know, I've done maybe two or three 30-minute lessons, and I thought I was going to be able to play Mozart. Uh, It just didn't work out. But, you know, you're over here talking about how, oh, I can't figure out how to play two separate things with my right and left hand very well. And, like, I'm over here. I couldn't even play two chords together, you know. And so I think there is a time and a place to, like, and be okay with, you know, you've made progress or be happy with the progress that you have made. Yeah. Uh, and then on, on the flip side of that though, is like, you also have to be willing to be bad at something in order to be good at it. Like, mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's just one of those truisms that I've really dug into and it wasn't in your notes. Believed. You sent me. Well, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. As you, as you do think about life and what you want to be good at and side projects you might be working on you know, it's okay to to go off down little bunny trails and see where they take you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't be scared to try something new and don't be scared to, uh, you know, go out of your comfort zone. Mm. Have we talked about on the podcast how people have more time than they think they do? No, but I am a firm believer in that. I think so too. I mean, I, I think we're both firm believers because we both know we both have, we are both falling to that category of I definitely have time. I just didn't make it a priority. Yeah. It's like, I, I either, I run basically every day. Like I I try to do at least three miles every day. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and whether I wake up at six in the morning and do it, or I do it right when I get home from work, or, you know, I have stuff going on after work, I'll, uh, you know, maybe it's not until nine o'clock at night when I'm running laps in my neighborhood. Um, like I make time and I find time to go mm-hmm. run. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I think, I don't know. Yeah. It's tough. I, I've tried to lean away from if saying, instead of saying I didn't have time for that, of saying, yeah, I just didn't. It I chose not to. Yeah. <laughs> well, just, the... It wasn't a priority. Not If I say I, I chose not to, that's, I mean, I probably did choose not to, but it's the, it wasn't a priority. It's mm-hmm. probably more accurate because other things came up. And I'm not yeah. saying like, for example, there are nights where there are things that I should be doing and mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, it's been a long week and I'm going to prioritize rest right now. Yeah. I'm doing no, nothing, that's, you know, and there's nothing wrong with, with that. Not at all. But, and sometimes resting and doing nothing is the most important thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Or, you I know? mean, there's times when, you know, I, I could, a friend may reach out on the weekend wanting to do something and I need to prioritize hanging out with my wife. Yeah, I'm going to go have fun with my wife and my kid. And it's mm-hmm. going to look like, oh, you're just choosing that over me. I'm like, no, I need to prioritize. Yeah. You know, and it's. I don't know. Setting priorities is a huge part of life and you have to, you have to make sure your priorities are right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I just, when people, I mean, it, it depends. If people just say, I didn't have time for that. I'm like, I don't know. Like we have time. I don't know, man. We <laughs> I don't know time. about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, I, it's, it's one of those tricky subjects too, because you can't compare your life to somebody else's mm-hmm. life. Uh, yeah. But I, I do know how busy I am. Like, I mean, I can't imagine how busy it's going to get when I, when I do have a little kid running around. I'm sure it's going to be next level. You have more free time. It increases. Hmm. Is that that sarcasm? No, you're just up for more hours, which means you have more time. Ah, uh, there you so. go. So I'll have more time to study because right now I'm studying for, you know, I'm, I'm back in college, uh, studying for exams and working full time and having a wife and serving in church and like I got stuff going on, but like, mm. I know that I need to prioritize certain things and I try to get it done and I'm not anywhere near where I want to be as far as that goes, but uh, I'm striving towards it. Yeah. You don't play games with me anymore. So that is true. Yeah. This man, it cut me deep. You know, he asks me the other night, Hey man, you want to play call of duty? And I said, no, I have to study. And then he texts me back and he said, you're no fun anymore. And he didn't realize how much that hurt me, but I'm telling him now live on the podcast, like I'm, I, I want to be fun, Scott. Scott, Not, I'm sorry. Buddy Scott. He um, said, he said, you're no longer fun. I was all right. Like, wow. Scott, I'm saying this, you have to realize after I had a child and, and I had a child and then moved to the area and I was no fun to anybody for a year and a half of my no life. No fun, no fun standard. Yeah. Standard Mr. No fun. So I've been there and it is a, it is a season and you were making the right choices. So I'm sorry for making you feel bad about that. <laughs> I'm just now okay. at a place where I can entertain the idea of playing Xbox again on a, on a, on a night because my son's sleeping yeah. actually. Hey, so that's great. So, but, but I mean, I don't have anything else yet. I think we've pondered a lot of the things that we've needed to ponder tonight. Yeah, we've definitely pondered the ponderings and uh, it's been a fun pondering episode. Yeah. Um, again, be on the lookout for the stuff you've already seen as in this podcast cover art. <laughs> yeah. We'll put a link Look to our Insta. for that podcast art. 
I'm right on your phone. Pick up your phone there and look it at it. And then say, wow, no. Andrew is talented. You're driving right now. Don't pick up your phone. Yeah, if you're driving, don't. Put um, your but, phone back down, man. <laughs> look in the description when you're not driving and then click on that link, take you to our Instagram page, hit the follow button. If you don't have an Instagram, hit sign up. But actually, if you're trying to stay off social media, don't. That's fine. You don't have to. No, if you're trying to stay off social media, this is your sign that you should get it. Yeah. Um, we may or may not have a website at this point. We don't know. Who knows? But um, Instagram will probably serve as our landing page for a little bit for all that stuff. So, but um, yeah, guys, we'll catch you again next week on Decent Dialogue. Catch the Dinklings on the Decent Dialogue. It's just next week for our first episode of Decent Dinklings with <laughs> our book writing crew. So, all right, guys, see ya. Peace. <laughs>